I need adventure and sticks. <laughs> I'll go to cool.com. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another podcast of loathing. I'm your host, Zach. And I'm Riff. And I'm Kevin. There you go. We're, We're not done. even bothering we've, anymore. We've just moved on. We have. That's great. I'm, That's good. I'm so glad. I mean, you know, it was nice being Jick. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice being John Malkovich. Are you going to, did you reserve uh, Zach as a player name in KOL? No. Would You wouldn't do that sort of thing? No, it must be... Somebody's got Somebody to has to have it, right? Yeah. yeah. All the good names are taken. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 uh, Spag, Spag Bolasini had written, uh, how much time Ooh spend creating puns for the game? Uh, and that was really my focus during that time. I was spending too much time creating puns to spend any time, Fishing. A, thinking about my fatty gut, right. or B, uh, reserving name space. Uh, it just in is that a question about West Loathing or all, all of our probably games? all of them? I think uh, yeah, hundred percent of the time is reserved for making puns. I would so we spent four days just now. Uh, yeah, we did a little DLC retreat. We yeah. went to Kevin and I went up to Portland to visit Riff uh-huh. in a in a dungeon I rented for us, not in Riff's dungeon. Right, it was a separate dungeon. It was a dungeon with way less stuff in it than Riff's dungeon. Yes, but way less light. I don't know, Riff. Or I, I've well, never been to your dungeon. It's not very. Is it pretty light. dank? Yeah, it's pretty dark. <laughs> He's blacked out all the windows and stuff. Because really, yeah, you've blacked out all the windows I, of your dungeon. I have not. <laughs> okay. The, Ke- Kevin mm. is goofing you. <laughs> but it was believable, and I feel like that's on you. <laughs> uh, I, I, was, I, I, walled up, I walled up all the windows with empty cereal boxes. <laughs> okay, all right. See, now that is 100% believable. And, and manga. Uh, which you always correct my pronunciation. When I say, hey, have you read any good manga lately? You say, uh, do you mean manga? <laughs> do you mean comic books? <laughs> wow. Um, uh, yeah, well, anyway, what I was going to say is uh, we spent four days in a basement together uh, coming up with uh, the next, the, the first, the first DLC for West of Lobo. It's also the next yeah. DLC. I mean. Yes. Your first birthday is still your next birthday when you're six months old. Okay. Well, except for your birthday. Yeah, your but day, when you're six months old. That, you had a zeroth. Your yeah, zeroth birthday. It's already over. You already <laughs> okay. got one one tiny foot in the grave. Okay. Uh, so uh, we did that. I would I would go. I would go. I would estimate. I would go too. Guesstimate. So you got me confused with the whole baby talk. Uh, that about 60% of our time was uh making dumb puns was making jokes yeah and the other the other 40 percent was like laying out areas and working out quest dependencies and stuff yeah okay and i i feel like some of those puns will make it into the game but a lot of them were just to try to make the other people in the room laugh right but also to get get the juices going you know we're always every time the three of us get together we're just like we're always trying to get each other's juices going that's just sounds awful just classic us yeah wouldn't you say riff yeah, that sounds about right. <clears throat> yeah, you played a lot of. Was solitaire. that just a uh, was that just a riff soundboard? <laughs> You're supposed to say the exact same thing again. Maybe I'll edit oh, it in. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> be... Yeah, I I immediately forgot exactly what it was I said. So. Oh well. Anyway, we'll 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 make this funnier in post. We probably won't make this funnier in post. <laughs> when I say post, you say cereal boxes. Riff, I tried playing this the particular version of Solitaire that you were playing, and I I'm not convinced that you ever make a meaningful choice when you play it. Uh, yeah, kind of, pretty much. I mean, the which which king you promote to an empty column is a meaningful okay. choice. All right, but yeah, other than that, not really. <laughs> Ooh, is there? There's a witch king. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's called Angmar. So I guess that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So I would not recommend that as this this solitaire game that we have not even described to our listeners. Uh, I would not recommend that game. To yeah. If if you look up a solitaire game called Scorpion, it'll it'll tell you about that. I I don't know why that's the one that I play when I play a solitaire. It, that's just force a habit. 
but I mean, I mean, it was. I think that's a pretty good activity when you're actually trying to like listen to a conversation. Yeah, it, it yeah, engages it, it like your hands. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't require a lot of concentration or anything. So, would you would you categorize it as a pastime activity, like eating seeds? What? Is eating seeds a pastime? What it is in that in that system of a down song ah. that I tweet about every once uh, in a while. Okay. okay, it's just a pretty good lyric. Uh, Christopher P. Cole writes, you guys are some real, quote, great, quote, guys who obviously do not know me well at all. Yeah, I have a lot of problems, but people like, ooh, don't help. I don't know if this was a spam bot or somebody it who's... Could just somebody with really low self-esteem. Somebody who's mad at us about something that... About nothing well, but, specific. I mean, yeah. Why do you think they're mad? Like, they could just be really down on themselves and... They're, they're just they're just saying, we don't help because we're so rad. Yeah. That they make themselves... That's, that it makes them feel bad. That's depressing. That's, mm, not, I mean, it's pretty awesome from this side. Well, I'm not going to change who I am, but... Really? You wouldn't consider just being shittier just so that other <laughs> shitty people don't feel as bad about themselves? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I mean, like, I have long considered being slightly more racist than I am just so that people will feel slightly less racist yeah, in comparison. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm working on being a little bit less handsome. Okay. Like that, uh, like the opposite of that rap song where he's listing all his wishes. Mm-hmm. Presumably. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. Uh, I was trying to compose a tweet the other day that was, I wish I was a little bit louder. I wish I had some chowder. I wish I had a daughter who had done well on a test. I would proud her. Uh, but then it, I thought, A, that was too long, and B, not very funny. Uh, the proud, yeah, the proud it was her good, Yeah, quite. it was, yeah. It, the first two are not enough, but you need, like, it needs to be something about a girl, because that's the next line in the song. Right. But, you know, uh, could it be something about Ben Browder? Okay, I don't know who Ben Browder is. He was the guy in Farscape. Okay, the character or the actor? The actor. Okay. Uh, oh, so he'll was the apocalypse? Oh, yeah. there you go. So Ben Burbank. Oh yeah, and Ben Brode. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. All right, for those of you who don't uh, know about this little wow. little piece of the podcast mythology, we sometimes uh, we sometimes pitch, pitch some sort of <laughs> we we sometimes d just discuss a world we've envisioned in which there is an apocalypse that kills everyone whose initials are not BB. Is it just BB, or is it uh, is it anyone who's got? Uh, first and last names that start with the same letter. It's just BB. Oh, I thought it was. I thought uh, for some reason no, was... any celebrity who the first four letters of their last name can also be the first four <laughs> right. letters of a monster oh, name becomes that, that monster. So yeah. Kim Basinger becomes a basilisk, right? Uh, who fights against people like Ben Brode. Um, notable notable exceptions to the rules were Clive Barker, who found out about it ahead of time and changed his name to Blive Barker, and uh, Benicio Del Toro, who marries Nachos Belgrande and takes its name. <laughs> uh, God, that never stops being funny to me, to the point where I can't say it without laughing. Uh, <laughs> Benicio Belgrande. That's pretty good. Um, uh, we should... Uh so some sometime when we're in between real game projects, we should write that up as like an apocalypse world or some other RPG splat book <laughs> setting. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean these can all just be part of the eventual loathing of loathing. Right. Yeah, <laughs> the I guess. Loathing of loathing. I guess we could. The thing is, I like if we. I would not in making a game. I would not just put Clive Barker in it. I mean, but you would put Blive Barker. I, I would maybe put somebody named Blive Barker, yeah. but it wouldn't just be that. No. It wouldn't be Clive Barker. Well, but I mean, after after everything, after the apocalypse, everyone's life changes anyway. Blive so it's is not, a pretty good name. Blive, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. There's a, I mean, names that are just like very slightly off from real names, but in a way that it's like, yeah, there's no reason that's not a name. It just happened that Blive is not, <laughs> you know, a thing that anybody names their their children. Do you think there is anybody named Blive? I don't know. We could we could do an internet Google Google search. Uh, let's see. The Flying Banana wrote, In making West of Loathing, were any of the mechanical changes from KOL things you wish you had done back when the kingdom was first set up? Changes... Oh, wait. We already answered this one. 
changes to how the main stats worked, for instance. Or maybe we didn't answer this I don't this think we one. did. I think we just um, answered a similar one. Okay, so yeah. The the one thing that I like about the way that combat works in West of Loathing relative to Kingdom of Loathing is that monsters and the player are fundamentally the same sort of thing. So in KOL, you can de-level enemies, but enemies can't really de-level you because that would be like a permanent loss to your stats. Like it, uh, the, clever, the clever thing that happens in West of Loathing is that when you when the fight starts, you, you like a copy of your character. Yeah, it just is sort of makes a clone of your character, and then and that's and that, that's, that's, that's part of like that's part of why we decided to make your hit points and action points restore at the beginning of every fight, just so that there could be meaningful consequences within a fight that didn't then become like obnoxious bookkeeping liabilities. Like if you got poisoned in a fight and then you just had to like walk to the store and buy a deep a deep poisoning kit biscuit yeah uh that would just suck i mean it like it's we could fun. figure out how to make it funny but it's funny once and then like once it's not funny anymore you just learn to hate it just makes you hate jokes yeah if you if you put if you put jokes on something that somebody has to do over and over and over again and it's an annoying thing for them to have to do it's not going to make them just hate that joke or just hate you it's going to make them hate all jokes and we don't want to be responsible for doing that to somebody killing the humor how, writes BMAC, does the enemy level scaling work in West of Loathing? That's kind of complicated. It's Give it to us. Well, so the game is divided into eight regions once you leave Boring Springs. Uh, the enemies in Boring Springs don't scale at all, uh, which is good because that's the tutorial. Uh, and then... Uh, geographically, like in the first third, the, the regions are A, B, and C internally, uh, starts, starts in Dortwater and works its way north. And then DEF is the middle third, and that starts going from top to bottom. Top to bottom, yep. So it's a little weird because you, when you cross the, the, uh, the mountains, you're in E. You're, you're making a four, you're getting like a plus three region. Yeah. And so that's meant to be kind of a, a little bit harder, and you're supposed to, almost all the quest hooks, in Breadwood, which you unlock right away, uh, point you north. Are in, yeah, are in D, so that the random encounters that you're going to get are, like, more or less sequential. If you've done any dicking around in the northeast portion yeah. of the map. Uh, the first couple of encounters, the first couple of random encounters you get in Region E should be, like, uh, location unlocks um, instead of fights, probably. Uh, but it's random, so. Uh, and so then the, those... Each region has like a baseline of uh, sort of hit points and speed and main stat. And then we derive the secondary stats based on the main stat. We give each monster a class. Yeah. Each monster is, is, a, is a muscle, mysticality, or moxie class. Uh, or occasionally some, some sort of weird thing that's like all even stats. Or I think goblins get a special class where they are. Their their stats are more disparate. Yeah, and so then we vary up the stats, uh, and we sort of we can we can say of a given monster, this guy's extra <clears throat> muscly, or this guy has really low mysticality, or this guy has yeah. a lot of armor, or this guy has very low hit points, or and that scales things up up or down based on <clears throat> based on what region it's in, and then um, all of that is thrown away if you're in hard mode <laughs> and a totally different set of numbers is used uh, and much higher scaling. And there's also so, like a, a, a small amount of scaling that happens um, as you win encounters in a particular region, the monsters get uh, progressively harder up yeah, to a it point. it tallies up the number of wins that you've had subsequent, like, like what do you call it? Sequential wins? It's not exactly that because if you lose it doesn't reset it. Oh, it doesn't reset. It just knocks it down a it few pegs. It just knocks it down a couple. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you like basically earn one point for every fight that you win in a, in a region. And then you lose two points or three points for every fight you lose in the region. Yeah. And if that score is greater than zero, that adds some stats yeah. to the monster. Yep. Uh, and some hit points or, uh, probably just stats. I think just stats. Um, there's also a little bit of random variation in yep. all of the stats that we added just to make things less samey. We just sort of found that it was more satisfying. Yeah, also, when there's a every reason number... to attack a particular enemy, if you're fighting three snakes and they have subtly different stats, one of them will make more sense to attack because it's it just happens to have the least amount of hit points or something, so it's a good first target. 
Um, I never, uh, I never make up any numbers that aren't divisible by five. Right. So that also, uh, adding that little bit of randomization and doing a bunch of things that are just like, well, this is always like 70% of this for this class or whatever makes yeah. those things vary up a little bit and not, not be so stilted, tilt, tilt, tiered, stair steppy. Tuned all of this to be super easy, um, for most people. And then hard mode, uh, we, did not do until the very end and so we did not have a ton of playtesting on it uh we probably should have made it even harder so there you go yeah well maybe in the dlc maybe the dlc will be just be like super super yeah. hard fights who knows i think the fights are going to be a little harder than average they'll be you'll have to think about them a little bit i hopefully, hope hopefully yeah but you know probably not <laughs> we also over time this game became a game that was more and more and more committed to you being able to just skip the fights if you don't want them and i think that that's paid off pretty well i think i think that most people solve the problems that are presented to them in west of loathing non-violently which means that the fights that you do get into are the the ones on like the random encounters or something uh and those tend to be more challenging in a lot of ways well they can be it depends um i think i think we've been talking a lot about sort of plans moving forward for uh the next game and i think we will probably make the the combats a little more interesting or compelling yeah and probably continue to make them avoidable too oh yeah like yeah yeah, yeah. so let's see like uh let's see uh Rock dude, yeah. So of the people who have dispatched the rock dude, so he's the, the, the end of Act blocker. One, the sort of b- b- eh, Act One boss. Uh, Twenty-seven thousand, twenty-eight thousand characters fought him, okay, and ninety-two thousand just like outstatted him or whatever. Okay, so I mean that might be partly because that stat check is tuned easier than it could be, or they did a speech check or whatever. Just like the three times as many nonviolent as, but more than three times as many. Sure, uh, that's great. So that's one hundred and twenty thousand playthroughs, roughly. Yep. Then that everything else, everything else tracks pretty consistently. Almost nobody says uh, they want adventure. Uh, people say they want to help people and well, find their not, fortune equally. It is not laid to get out off this stupid farm. Yeah, that's the one that sounds kind of mean. So yeah. I'm not surprised that people don't pick that one. I think I think those are pretty subtle distinctions. I wonder if anybody has picked up on the fact that that changes things in the game. I think so. Yeah, because it's it's straight up. So, oh, the things that it actually changes. Yeah, not just like the ending. Because I mean, people definitely know about the title card thing. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if they know about the other minor I, subtleties. I didn't know that it changed anything. What it, What does it, it do? Well, if you are seeking your fortune, then you find more meat in various places. Uh, if you are helping people, you get more experience for. Uh, Various quests, doing, that doing good deeds and helping people, people out. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and if you choose, if you want to just get off this stupid farm, it's like uh, you decided to go for adventure, and you get more experience from fights. Oh. I think. Huh. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, Walker says, among the new things that making a game in an actual engine and not a web page allows you to do was music. It was something I noticed and loved the addition of after the Silence of the Kingdom. What was that like for you guys? Love wool and cool. I love West of Loathing and Kingdom of Loathing. Uh, yeah. uh, and then uh, Boggy writes, what compelled you to use such badass music in such a silly game? Shout out to Ryan Ike for making him, of course. I, like, the music definitely has a silly edge to it. Like, that is not the instrumentation, generally, that Ryan would have used for a more serious Western game. Well, I mean, you'll find out. Yeah, you'll soon. find out when Where the Water Tastes <laughs> Like Wine comes out. Although that's more... It's less cowboy and more like sort of mournful dust bowl sure, stuff. But, but we could have had a mournful dust bowl. So, I mean, we wanted to work with Ryan because we had, you know, we knew him in person and liked him and knew that he was a good composer based yeah. on his work on Gunpoint and various other things that we had heard. We knew from, I, I knew from talking to Tom that he was also very good to work with, uh, which was. And I knew from talking to Ryan that he was very funny. Yeah. So he was a good fit for the team. Um, it. I did not give him I like I I intended to look back at the communication that I had had with Ryan over time like every once in a while I would send him a song for 
I sent him a Cheryl Crow song as a reference for the battle music. Okay. Um, it was all I wanted to do is have some fun, except I'm like, instead of fun, imagine that all she wanted was blood. <laughs> uh, all I want to do is see some blood. You you had pretty distinct ideas in general for what you were looking for. So you provided pretty good, I think, direction. And, and then Ryan would come back with stuff. We would make a couple of recommendations or changes. Occasionally, he would come back with a song and we'd be like... Let's use that somewhere else. Yeah, and that's because that's not exactly what, the, what we're looking for. And yeah, then just start so like over. I, when I asked for like a just a kind of a mosey and cowboy song for like town and stuff, the first draft that he gave us was the song that ended up being the ranch music, the, the like really set ranch. Yeah, yeah, ranches and forts. Um, the sort of like sad, devastated, depressing. Uh, guitar in, song, in which, the code, which it's I called like. sad underscore guitar. Yeah, sad guitar. <laughs> there's music, mo- there's music mosian, music sad guitar, music ragtime two. Yeah. Uh, ragtime two was not that different than ragtime one. That like the, all, there was just some effects mm. laid onto it to make it sound like more like a saloon piano than, uh, than a normal piano. Mm. Um, we had him tone down the cemetery music because it was and like we, just a little too ominous, one, and yeah, and we the used the old one in the Necromancer Tower, tower as a more intense more version intense, of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else? Uh, there's like the the cave music was just like perfect. Yeah, right off the bat. Um, yeah, no, it was real good. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot. If you turn off the music and just listen to the sound effects, there's a lot of really good ambient sounds. Yeah, too. they're pretty subtle, but they're they're very solid, and Ryan did all that. Cuddle Cactus says, "Why? Why do you take this a step further with West of Loathing? Why do you hate muffins so much? You'd make a joke item called a guffin. Well, it's not really like a mu- that was supposed to. That was like a goblin version of a puffin, not of a muffin. <laughs> do you also do you hate muffins so much? Uh, no, I don't. I think this is just the person who's always angry that we haven't put any muffins into Kingdom of Loathing. Mm. Someday we'll do like a tome of muffin summoning or something, and it'll be just for Cuddle Cactus. We'll sell one. It'll be $30,000, Cuddle Cactus. <laughs> How bad do you really want it? <laughs> like, you've been complaining about this for years. You could have earned that much money. Uh, I don't... I'm real... In in real life, I'm real ambivalent about muffins. They're never, ever, ever what I want. I don't hate them. Well, but... you don't like sweet breakfast foods. Okay, that's, yeah, that's actually definitely true. And I don't think you would ever consider having a muffin for lunch or dinner. So there's really no place for them in your life. Right, yeah. And as a snack, like... What? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I mean... You don't eat cake. For snacks, that's yeah. A muffin is just a cupcake, right? It's just like an unfrosted cupcake. It's it. It's not usually cake. Yeah, it's it's like uh, like a whole wheat cupcake. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's real sugary. It depends on the muffin. Yeah, yeah so not as sugary as a cupcake. Definitely. There was some restaurant that we went to recently. I might not have been with you. Mm-hmm. I definitely wasn't with Riff because Riff. I don't think Riff. I don't. I don't remember the last time you and I went to a restaurant. Uh, Did we go to any restaurants in Portland? Uh, a bunch. Yeah, several. <laughs> oh right, for breakfast we, every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that didn't count. Uh, I mean, I'll was, vouch that you did not eat a muffin at any of these. It was so like I had this thing that was like a cornbread muffin, and cooked into it was like a. Bacon skull. wrapped or some kind of ground meat wrapped soft boiled egg. And that was very, very good. That sounds that... like a scotch egg. Yeah, it was like a scotch egg, but it was a very like non traditional one. Okay. It was it was in cornbread. I see. okay, yeah, that's true. They don't usually that's that's I like that cornbread. Yeah, it's cornbread true. is good. I like eating cone bread. Everyone knows that. You can you can look up on YouTube how much I like eating cone bread. Is uh, I've been wondering for a while. Is that just a funny alternate pronunciation of cornbread, or is that something different? I think it's. I don't know honestly where that man got his information. <laughs> uh, I think it's a just a mispronunciation of cornbread. Okay. <coughs> I don't think there's anything called cone bread. Although, you know, there's funnel cake, which is like cone bread in yeah, a lot of significant kinda. ways. Right. You could bake cornbread into a cone. 
Yeah, you can't bake a funnel cake. I baked you this funnel cakes. It's just nasty now. It's, I mean, it was nasty to begin with. I don't like funnel cake either. I think, generally speaking, I don't like a lot of sweet breads, except, you know what's good? Oatmeal raisin cookies. Yes. Those okay. are pretty good. Yes. Rachel from Classic Game Preservation Society, Zapcon, noted noted artist Rachel Best, noted lady Rachel Best. I forget. Uh, I, I, I recall at one point walking up to her, and there had been like a big buffet of cookies set out, and I went up to it, and I grabbed an oatmeal raisin one, and I walked back eating it, and she was like, Really? That you chose that? <laughs> like out of all of the wow. available cookie options, that was the one you wanted? Like as though it were I inconceivable. Think, I think oatmeal raisin is a fairly polarizing cookie. I I mean, it's not like super sweet the way that a lot of cookies are. Like I feel like it 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 almost feels like a little bit like a healthy alternative to like a, a like chocolate a chip dry cookie. ration. Also a lot of people <laughs> just hate raisins. Oh, those right? people are wrong. Yeah, those people are objectively wrong. You can't hate raisins. Do you hate grapes? Even if you do hate grapes, you're still wrong. Do you hate wine? Do you hate wine? Yeah. Do you hate, <laughs> do you hate, uh, do you hate cognac, which is made out of, uh, fermented raisins? No. Um, I remember this plot line in Little House on the Prairie where, uh, Charles's, uh, like kind of hillbilly friend. I guess they were all hillbillies, but he had one like sort of bearded doofy friend who was kind of a hillbilly and he was making moonshine. Yeah. And the reason, the way they caught him was like one of the kids mentioned seeing him buying a shitload of raisins. And that, that made it in my mind such that moonshine is made out of raisins. And I don't think that that's really true. I mean, that uh, could be a like source corn, of sugar. Right? Yeah, I would think, I feel like you would just use potatoes or corn. But you need sugar. So maybe he got the sugar from the raisins. That seems like a weird choice. Right. You got to put sugar in it to get it fermenting, right? I guess. Or don't so. you? I, I, I mean, guess I would have assumed that the corn had enough sugar in it naturally, but I guess maybe that's not always true. I mean, barley, you caramelize as part of making the wort to make beer, right? Like you have to, you have to turn some of the starch into sugar so that the bacteria that produce the alcohol will have sugar to eat. I guess corn does have a lot of easily available sugars, easily, easily available sugars. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's why corn syrup is a thing. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't corn season, but it's always raisin season. That's yeah. the other good thing about raisins <laughs> and oatmeal. It's always oatmeal season. I do like uh, I do like when camping having some uh, having some oatmeal every morning. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's the only time I do it though. Yeah, you, yeah. You should start eating the thing that I eat for breakfast, which is plain oatmeal with like four dried blueberries in it. Have you have you started making complicated oatmeal? No. Okay. Are you going to? Do you mean the stuff that? Mrs. Dr. Mag made? Yes. Uh, no, I have made that sometimes. It's, you have to make so much of it and then it goes bad. Oh, it does. It, yeah, it gets, it doesn't last. This, it's just, so I learned uh, about oat groats, uh, which is fun to say. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like a real word. And fun to eat too. It's just a different, it's a different, like, it's like oat meal larvae. <laughs> um, okay. It's just like oats at a different, it's oats, but they, they just look like, around? they just look like wheat. Um, so here's what they are. They are the kind of oats that, so you know, uh, uh, sugar crisps? No. Oh, you mean like. Riff, do you know sugar crisps? The, the ones. Like the, honey, honey the smacks, bear like the. Yeah. 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 Or the frog. <laughs> the bear. Sure. The, isn't it a frog? <laughs> yeah, there's honey, honey smacks. I don't know. Maybe honey smacks and sugar crisp are two different things. Uh-huh. Uh, but they are both. That is what oat groats look like when you cook them. Okay. They puff out. They, they look, just look like coffee beans. Basically, puff, um, puff, coffee beans. Puff I know it. I know it. Yeah, but they're put. Those are puffed oats. Okay. Or potes. Yeah, yeah. That's how potent, like uh, booze derived from from oats. Is, is there any booze derived from oats? Yeah, that's where the potent potables uh, category pun came from in There's Jeopardy. Oat stouts, but um, I don't know stouts? if that's just flavoring. Stouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, alcohol derived from stouts. 
Galapagos James says, Love West of Loathing, guys. You mentioned before what you would do differently if you ever made a Kingdom of Loathing 2. If West of Loathing really takes off, would that be the next thing on the list? <clears throat> I, for one, would really love a game set in the Kingdom that was a static single-player experience, maybe set around the onset of whatever time loop the Kingdom is trapped in. Kingdom of Loathing 2, the prequeling. We definitely want to do that, but not for a while. Yeah. Like, that's maybe like a fourth game in this engine. Or fifth. Or fifth. Yeah. Um, We've just got a bunch of ideas that we'd like to try first. I think that people really want us to make a space game more than they want us to make the thing that uh, we're going to make or yep. that we're planning on making. Uh, also, they want a faster horse. <laughs> but um, We're going to give them one of those two things. Yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, the space game is... is percolating in our brains yeah and it just needs more there there idea wise because it, it, it will have it it's we'll get there like because to make a star control here's what you here's what you got to realize about star control 2 there is zero seconds of star control 2 where you're a guy walking around in a room <laughs> and this engine is all about guys walking around in rooms and so that is, we got to figure that out. Uh, there is a lot of uh, talking to aliens. Thematic. So thematic Star Control 2 gameplay Mass Effect. I could definitely see where you are mostly going to planets. I should probably play Mass Effect. You should. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you should or not. Huh. Yeah, you should. I would suggest playing Mass Effect Andromeda. Ask anyone on the internet and that will tell you that that is the <laughs> finest one in the series. Mass Effect 1 is just real rough from a UI standpoint. It's like, I like it's. That'll bother me, probably. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just sort of difficult to play. Mass Effect 2 is just a shooter. Huh. Um, but the point, the point that I'm trying to make yeah. is that unlike, like in Mass Effect, as a, like in Star Control 2, you're not really a person. Right, like you are nominally the captain of this vessel, right. but you are never shown. You're a ship. You're a you're a, a little. You're controlling scout, other ships, scout but like ship basically, you are the same character that you are in an RTS talking or to populace a lot or whatever. On a screen. Right. Sure, you 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 are like, but you are not represented the way that you are in right. King's Quest or yep. whatever, right? And what you know in Mass Effect, you are definitely like a person who's on the screen all the time, and your ship is like an environment that you run around in and talk to different crew members as opposed to a menu. Yep. Like it is in, in Star Control 2. And the space fights, man, man, what if we made space fights? Yep. Would they be any good? I think Who we, knows, I think man? we should find out. I think we'd have to hire somebody who's good at making space fights. We already have somebody who's good at making space fights. Do we? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Victor can make some space fights. You're pretty fights. sure Victor's Victor? He'll have to change his name to Victor. Victor. Uh, if he wants to survive the apocalypse. Well, no, his last name isn't. You'll have to change that, too. Okay. Maybe his wife can change her last name to Beaumet. Mm-hmm. And he can change his first name to Victor. And then they can get married again and do one of those things where they each take half of the other's name. So they're both Victor Beaumet. <laughs> that thing. Yeah, that thing that people do. Yeah. Right. Like how, how Jim and April both changed their name to... April Storm Dancer. Um, see, there are storms in April. That's true. The showers bring May flowers. Yep. And what you know? What May flowers bring? Uh, uh, bees, pilgrims. It's oh yeah, yeah. If okay. April showers bring May flowers, what do May flowers bring? Pilgrims. Those. June assholes. June. <laughs> hmm. June bugs. June Carter Cash. <laughs> Smallpox. Uh, Grundleshunt says, is there an easy way to show how the backend tools for West of Loathing work? Not a great podcast question, but screenshots or a Twitch stream would be neat. Yeah, I'm supposed to... We've done one. A Twitch stream? Four, haven't we? Of didn't the... We, yeah, didn't we make a thing? No, uh, you can go online. Actually, oh, yeah. the, if you go and search for my Fantastic Fest talk, uh, it's not ideal for really seeing how the tools work, but it does... I do show... Some basic stuff. I mean, the, the, that's a slightly older version of the tools too, but it's not the the fundaments are there. Um, yeah, yeah. We should do. We should just start streaming. We should just stream every every second of our lives. IRL. Mm -hmm. 
We should Twitch IRL. We should get a backpack full of iPhones. Motherfucker. The irony of of spending all this time doing Twitch IRL when the like Justin TV was the the half of Twitch that that didn't survive, right? Like it's like they're going back to their roots, right? SSBB Hacks says, if you had a real-life genie in a bottle, what would you wish for? I honestly have no question directly related to KOL, but I wanted to participate. Did you get three wishes? I don't know. Let's say you only got one. Hmm. And and assume that it's not like a monkey's paw cursed genie wish. I think I would probably just be crushed under the weight of the possibility space. Yeah. So you would wish to be crushed under the weight of possibility? <laughs> you would wish for a lighter possibility space? I don't. I don't know that I would do that. You could wish for a hot air balloon to help prevent you from being crushed under the weight of the possibility space. That's true. Because it would offset a lot of the weight. Plus, then you could go to Oz and become a wizard. Oz. Oz. <laughs> uh, Jeff Goldblum's. Ha ha Oz. That's where he goes. Riff, what would you wish for? Yeah, I don't know. There's, like Kevin says, there's too many possibilities. Maybe try and try and try and figure out the, the exact uh, wording you would need to get all the wishes. I would probably wish that I had boobs, but then I would change my mind halfway through and say, well, maybe just one. <laughs> You don't want to go overboard. <laughs> if you did go overboard, you'd be fine, though. Uh, Chriswell writes, which came first, the Avatar of West of Loathing, which was a KOL challenge path, or West of Loathing, or were they both created simultaneously? I think the Avatar of West of Loathing was created before we hired the engine programmer for West of Loathing. It was when, it was when West of Loathing was in the real early conceptual and brainstorming phases. Was it 2015? And it was, I think it was, and I think it was, wow. it was kind of a test to see, can we produce a bunch of content that is cowboy shit? Right. Uh, before we really commit to, to bearing down. It's weird how, I mean, I guess a lot of that stuff probably tonally is around, but like we created some characters there that we didn't use. You know, like we didn't put Granny Hackleton in and, right. and like, I feel like Riff, you created some other characters for that stuff. I don't remember. We also. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of the, not the Avatar West Loving of Loathing, but the, uh, the Telegraph Tele office. Yeah. Which yeah. was the, like the West of Loathing charter. Oh, LT and um, oh, yeah, yeah. The, so the Avatar, the Avatar was just the, like just uh, imagining what kind of combat skills these classes would have. Like we definitely decided what the classes were. Um, what if I just search for LTNT office? Oh, KOL okay, wiki. Yeah, good. Uh, I'm not going to just read through the wiki to see what, I don't remember anything about, was there a big mechanical spider in one of, I don't remember them. That would be hilarious. Uh, we, we had also planned some prequel, like, f little five-minute games to do as, like, promo pieces. Yeah, like a, like a little series of episodic demos. Uh, but then, we were, basically, everyone, the, the industry convinced us that demos were a bad idea. The demo has to be amazing for it to be worth doing. Uh, <clears throat> and so that, plus the fact that we were stressed about actually getting the game done on time uh, meant that yeah it made it very easy to decide not to do those and uh, and then the game sold really well anyway and so it all worked out but we were so nervous we were trying to think of we spent a lot of time trying to think of clever ways to get the word out about the game because we did not think anybody was going to notice or care beyond our established uh, small fan base <clears throat> Ofet writes, the subjunctive mood is made for wishing, yet the genie does not support it. Are grammar Nazi uh, nerds no longer a favorite player group? <laughs> um, I 
added it as options wherever I saw that Chris had not done so. My understanding is what you mean is that I wish I were rather than I wish I was. Um, I thought I got them all, but maybe not. You Maybe you just wished you were correct. <laughs> Let's see. Happy happy Ants, probably Happy Dance, says, Companions in West of Loathing seem like a ton of writing and work. How likely are we to see new companions in future DLCs? Are there any enemies that take up multiple slots? Or is it possible to have, like, nine giant rock golems? It is not even really possible to have a rock golem not in the bottom row because if even if he's in the middle the, row the middle is okay the you can't see their status effect icons yeah i think we so just, you can't like tell if they're poisoned so i think it's best to use that poisoned. sparingly there's nothing that stops them from oh right the only one that's up there can't be poisoned you can set them on fire though that's there's true. a skeleton that you fight that's yeah. um you could they would over they would just overlap it would just be a mess but yeah there's nothing stopping you from fighting nine of those things um it would look really weird. I mean, that's what stops. It'd be us. really hard to tell, like which hit point bar corresponded with Gar- which the gargant. The gargant template, which is what that is, is is used sparingly because it would look weird. Um, I feel pretty comfortable saying that we will not add another partner in any future DLC. Uh, mm. Yes, but we will add other NPCs, other sort of like companions that hang to. out with you. Yeah, but not something that would be. <clears throat> Writing on the and, scale that well, the nothing that you would take out to the rest of the game. Right. Yeah, For sure. I mean, maybe not. we could do another Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo Bill style thing that you could take out to the rest. Sure, of Sure, but he, Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo Bill doesn't hang out with you and chat. That's true. He doesn't like exist in every room and have commentary on every room. Yep. And commentary on every node of the main quest. Oh, let's see. Uh, hey guys, says Rabbit House. Let's get to some KOL questions here. So one thing that the large amounts of newbies has highlighted is that the clown door part of the Nemesis quest is a little weird. The game teaches you that looking like something means getting an outfit, but the clown outfit is very awkward to get while one thing is pickpocket only. One of the most common questions in newbie is basically, how do I get past this quest? And I think if the outfit requirements could be made more straightforward, lots of people would appreciate it. Thanks, Rabbit House. I, I mean, that's the issue. It's because it's not about like wearing the clown outfit and it, people are led to believe that it is about wearing the yeah. clown outfit. It's about right? having a certain level of clown yeah. Like, there just shouldn't be a clown outfit. <clears throat> I is think. There, is, is there the, a clown outfit? There is, yeah. Huh. Um, and I and I think there just shouldn't be. There, there shouldn't have been. I don't know that are I want to. Are you wanna... sure there's a clown outfit? I'm almost sure. I, I thought the whole point was that there were like six or seven things. They had different uh, different sort of amounts of clownness that they accounted for. And... Um, and then it was just hidden from the players, the problem. Like, some things are high level and some things are not. <clears throat> are you, now you're just going to scroll through all 150 outfits looking for the clown. Yes. That's that's great. I don't know why I expected <clears throat> them to... Uh, wow, there's a lot of them that start with C. Yeah. There's a lot of them that start with C. <laughs> Maybe there's not a clown outfit? I, I I don't think that there is a a standard clown. Yeah, terrifying clown suit. Okay, but is that is that a thing that you equip before getting there? No, but <clears throat> their their point is they don't they don't understand that they don't need the outfit to pass the door. Oh, I see what you're saying. You don't because like the door is measuring a different thing than the outfit is but measuring. But the outfit will probably let you through the door. But it probably is enough, but one of the items in the outfit is a pickpocket only item. And so it is basically impossible for most people to get the the full outfit. The full outfit. Okay. Um, I, I see the confusion. Yeah. Um I wonder if this is, did this start out this way? <laughs> like, I, I think it must have been a relatively late edition. I don't remember it. I, th- I thought we specifically didn't do it because of yeah. the clown door. So. Yeah, fuck, I, fuck I, I don't I really remember. remember it being a, being an outfit either. But maybe we went on a tear of making things outfits that seemed like outfits. It doesn't sound like us. Typically, it's us saying that we don't want to. Uh, we don't want to do that. 
when people ask uh, if a certain thing can be an outfit. Um, Grave says, as somebody who came back after a long hiatus, I'm trying to organize and sort my insane amount of items in my inventory, mostly move old stuff to my display case. Is there a way to filter out Mr. Store or otherwise rare Ascension rewards like plexiglass items from my inventory? For some things I can just filter on a word, but it doesn't always work. Yeah, it would be nice if that filtering was a little smarter. It's already pretty advanced. Well, no. I mean, the just typing <clears throat> filter. Oh. Okay. Like, most people don't even know that that's there. I don't know that we ever tell you. But if you're in your inventory and you just start typing, it will filter your inventory by whatever string you've typed. Um, that's got to be good. That's pretty good for a lot of people. It is. But I mean, just so the problem is that there's not really and I wish that there had been from the beginning some sort of like quality designator. Right. It's so many things, though, it would, would be, be it would be impossible to categorize. Like, so there's whatever. items that you get from a Mr. Store item, but aren't Mr. Store items in and of themselves. Yeah. And what, what do those count as? I, you know, so we could, we could start allowing certain substrings in that item filter to mean things. Like if you type no trade, then it could show you all of the, it could filter down to all of the items that you have that are not tradable. If right. you type Mr. Store, like we could, we could just add shortcuts for all of the internal designators that we have on items, like no discard. Often, if I think of an item as being valuable and something that I don't want you to be able to accidentally get rid of, I will just give it an auto-sell value of zero and make it undiscardable. Um, that is not Kevin's instinct when he makes items. If there's an item that can pile up, you want people to be able to get rid of it. That is true. Um, and that, that's totally reasonable, and it just it results in this weird inconsistent thing depending on who like did the item pass. And lately, it's almost always you. So, I mean, lately, like last five years, it's almost always you. Um but yeah, it's it's really hard to just it's really hard for us to just like put a field in the database that's like this is valuable or this is sought after because it's not always completely straightforward what makes a thing that. Um but yeah, I do like the idea of cuz like when you're filtering Hearthstone cards, it is it's it used to just be a substring match, but now there are things that are like much smarter than that that it does. It is a substring match, but it also does. It has like a dozen it has, keywords. Yeah, a dozen keywords that you can use, which is great. Um, Trey says, "Were there any other class ideas that didn't make it into the final game?" Uh, I don't know if Trey is talking about West of Loathing or Kingdom of Loathing, but uh, there were. I think we did like cross company brainstorming for what the West of Loathing classes would be and then I just used mine <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, instead of using anybody else's so let me let me actually look I bet I can find that wiki thread. yeah I bet I can find that wiki thread and see are you signing in as as Zach oh man the comeback email message is so old yep let's see wiki how do I do this if I just search for W-O-L, there's, there's, I don't know how the search in our internal wiki works. I think maybe there's just a category that is Western. Wait. Can I look at just those? I don't know what it does if I click on this. No. Oof. Jeez. Wow. What did this even do? This is loading every internal wiki thread. Jesus Christ, we worked on this game for a long time. Damn. What does NQD even mean? Not quite done. <laughs> not quite done. Wow. Why are so many things in not quite done status? This is a mess. What if I just search for Western? Uh, do you not want to just search for the... I guess it, I, cause it searches the whole post, right? You could just search for... Uh, Beanslinger. Beanslinger, yeah. I don't know if it does search the text of all the posts. KOL as Western <clears throat> character classes. Okay. Let's see. We were all pitching three. All right. So I pitched Cowpuncher. Uh -huh. Okay. That one. Uh, Lone Ranger, Buffalo Soldier, Unaccompanied Miner, Marxist Gaucho, <laughs> um, who was a sort of a, a communist cowboy. <laughs> Uh, sandwich uh, as a desert wizard. Okay. Saddle sorcerer. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Chowmaturge, which was like a 
camp cook. Uh, agent slash Cooper. <laughs> so, so somebody who's a spy who also makes barrels. Uh, mis- mysterious mariachi and cool dude. <laughs> cool dude would have been a good class. All right. Let's so see. did you wait? Did you also do Snigler and Beanslinger? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you yeah. really so, just use so I so what I, what I asked for what I asked for was for each of us to pitch like a full a fully developed one that was like this is what kind of skills uh, uh, he would have and stuff like that. Oh man, kidney punch, which would summon a kidney bean. Oh, that's good. Uh, this yeah, I, I had a lot of ideas in here that I didn't use. Edamame, which was just a physical damage. <laughs> Edamame, that was never going to work. Yep. Bean Breeze, which I think that was just because of Benicio Bean Breeze, yeah. which was on the NPC, like a good NBC, NPC, good NBC names list. All right. Riffs, muscle class. Mustachioed Pugilist. Okay. Uh, Black Magic Smith. Yeah. And. Terrible. And cowboy, horse guy, horse something, cow poker, lasso skills, horse tricks. Wow. You wrote. Okay. So that's okay. So, so far I'm still on board with uh, Zach's decision okay. to so use his classes. Your, your primary one for mist class was snake oil charmer. Uh, oh, right. Cause which, we did these without looking at each other. Yeah. Yeah. You, you guys, I hadn't talked to you about mine at all. Trinitrothaumaturgist. It was like an explosives wizard. Okay. Romany Seer would need a better name because we can't say gypsy anymore. <laughs> and Romany doesn't mean anything. Okay. Well, it means, uh, you know, like Rome. <laughs> like right, a, yeah. Like, like a yeah, it's like Romany. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so Moxie. Card, card sharpshooter, which is pretty good. Uh, Blade oh, yeah. Bandit and Mariachi Bandito. So we had... We, we spent, I think, a bunch of us a lot of time trying to come up with some way of doing a music themed one um yours kevin were four star sheriff uh you deputized yourself three times in addition to being a sheriff train worker freelance thug uh steampunk enchanter was your big one snake oil salesman as mystical you guys both did snake oil as mysticality shaman squeezer Oh, like Charmin Squeezer. Yeah. Okay, all right, good. Uh, gunslinger Vigilante, Burlesque Dancer, and Train Robber. Okay. Um, and Mr. Skullhead was still working here then, so he had some. He had the the Man with No Backstory as Muscle Class, uh, Wild Stallion, Lawman, Shaman. I was trying to. We were trying to avoid any sort yeah. of animism or shamanism in the game just to not draw attention to the fact that we had completely whitewashed the entire West. Like, literally, by things are only white and black. Uh, like a schoolmarm as a sort of teacher magician, another card sharp. Uh, poor Coist cowboy. That was pretty good. Like a rhinestone cowboy hmm. joke. It would have been pretty good. Um, I kind of wanted to This didn't work out uh, in the end, but I kind of wanted food, booze, and potions to be spread out across the three classes as opposed to mist classes being food and potions and moxie classes being booze, uh, but it didn't It didn't work out. So muscle class would be food. Muscle probably. class ended up just being gear. But yeah, it like once uh, – I don't know. It was interesting to see, like, when, we also came up with a bunch of extra classes for the Naughty Sorceress Tower revamp a few years ago, and oh, yeah. it was interesting to see, and we we were just like, these don't have to be very good ideas, so we used, uh, like, more or less everything that everybody came up with, uh, and it's pretty fun. it was, yeah, it was, and it was interesting to see what requirements people felt like a, a character class in Loathing had, like, some people did all animal themed for muscle classes. for muscle classes yep. uh which i did not i don't think uh some people did some people did not do just food based wizards and i think all of my wizards were food based uh and some people did not do all music themed moxie classes and some people did hmm. and 
Yep. It's also harder. It it made a lot of sense that the like dexterity class would be gunplay in a game that had guns as a right. as a sort of core part of the of the thing. Yeah. Like there's always wizards. You you can always just be like a big strong a big strong guy no matter what the setting is. Um, but arranged classes. Yeah, arranged arranged class not specializing in guns. Not that Snake Oiler really says gun, but well, the animation when you choose your character class does though it has guns. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. Yep. So there were a lot of class ideas that didn't make it in. Many of them bad. Some of them pretty good. Uh, shaman squeezer. Yep. You'd squeeze rocks and. Absorb powers from them. Yep. It's pretty good. Yeah. Didn't do much with rocks. There's so many of them in the West. They're all over the place. Mm, I know. Whole thing is. But they're more visible in the West, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the East, mostly made of dirt. Dirt is just small rocks. Trying to figure out if we were going to do a jazz class. Uh Like, let's take a jazz class. (laughs) <laughs> like let's say we set a game in a like, let's say we set a game in the jazz age and we wanted to do a jazz bandit. <laughs> that, that that's no good. That's pretty funny actually. But there's disco. I mean, is a disco band is a jazz bandit just like the prequel to a disco bandit? And mm. is that fine? Is that okay for that class to just be jazz bandit? Because I felt like I needed it to be a different. Like let's let's you know what's a really valuable resource to me is good old thesaurus dot com. <laughs> how about so let's just try. How about a scat? A scat skater. <laughs> uh, okay, jazz criminal, jazz gangster, jazz hooligan, jazz marauder, jazz mobster, jazz outlaw, jazz pirate, jazz raider, jazz robber, jazz brigand, jazz crook, jazz desperado, uh, jazz forager, forager as a synonym for bandit, jazz, jazz hijacker, jazz yeah, the jazz guy. I can't stop going to jazz jackrabbit jazz pillager jazz plunderer jazz racketeer jazz villain uh, jazz gun person no jazz highway person this smacks of a indiscriminate search and replace of man with person in this oh, huh. thesaurus a hold up person jazz ravager let's see what about thief is there uh is there Anything that starts with a hand, like hand waver, jazz bandit, jazz burglar, jazz criminal, jazz crook, jazz mugger, jazz pickpocket, jazz pirate, jazz robber, jazz sniper, jazz swindler. There's like not very many words that start with J, so you can't get like alliteration. Jazz, jazz jumper, jazz jerker, and we could say that jerking is the act of taking something from someone. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Don't don't jerk your friends. Right. You can jerk your nose. You can jerk your chicken and you can jerk your friends, but you can't choke your friend's chicken. It you can you can jerk chicken and you can choke your friends, but you can't. <laughs> this is okay. Going you can choke your chicken and you can jerk your chicken, but you can't choke a jerk. Uh-huh. Guys, guys, help! <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you've you've gone too far. Jazz snatcher. <laughs> There's literally nothing that starts with J in any of these lists. There's hijacker. It could be hijazzer. <laughs> People would get that. Oh, it's a jazz thief. I mean, maybe jazz bandit is okay. It sounds good. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. And I mean, I guess if like if 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 disco bandit and accordion thief are the it also it just seems like the same idea again, yeah. you know? That's that's the just thing that's a little rough. A different Although, hairstyle. Seal clubber and cowpuncher. Uh I don't know, they're not that different, I guess. Destructoid just did a West of Loathing review. Oh. How, how did, what did they think about it? 9. That's pretty good. Yeah. Is that going to raise our metacritic? I I hope not. 88.1. I, Why don't you want our Metacritic I, raised? Because it's it's eight times eleven. It's perfect. I see. <laughs> but if it were eighty nine, it would be eight times eleven point one 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 one. For eighty nine, it'd be twenty plus the sex number. <laughs> That's true. So it'd be the like sex number twenty four plus twenty. Nice. 
Yeah. Okay, guys, we've obviously we're, run out of done ideas done, for this podcast, so uh, we're going to stop uh, and have dinner and then do another podcast. It's going to be <laughs> great. <laughs> You'll see. Uh, thanks for listening, uh, everybody, to the Podcast of Loathing, and thanks, Riff and Kevin, for helping me uh, helping me manage Cast this pod. Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll, yeah. See, we'll see you all next week. Yep. Bye, everybody. Later. I can't go to cool.com because that is something else. I'll go to kingdomofloathing.com. <laughs> kingdomofloathing.com. Check it totally out.